It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski, Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. How are you, Simi? I am good. Thank you. How are the markets doing? Markets are in the green. We have a positive, uh, we have positive movement this week. Uh, U.S. and Canada are up uh, over 1% since Monday as they kind of bounce back after pulling back last week due to fears around rising rates. Uh, if you recall last week, we saw the U.S. Fed release their notes from their December meeting, basically saying they're going to raise rates three times this year. Well, that kind of spooked the markets and spooked investors slightly. And we saw you know, technology and consumer discretionary sectors really that were most impacted. Uh, but they really led the way in 2021. And we, you know, we have to be um, ready for uh, some volatility in the markets, right? Things don't just move straight up. Uh, if they did, that would frankly concern me more. Uh, and, and some volatility also creates opportunity. We have to always remember that. And of course, the markets uh, focused also on Omicron and uh, just seeing where that goes in the next couple of weeks. Um, and, you know, again, we're looking forward to the year ahead. Um, you know, we'll see. We saw that U.S. inflation came in at 7% year over year. Um, that is high, though, I will say. You know, I mean, that's the highest since 1982, but it's to be expected. Uh, you know, the last rate was 6.8%. So we're happy it's not uh, too much of an increase. And most of that increase was in food, shelter and used cars. But again, uh, you know, we've started positioning our clients' portfolios for an inflationary environment months ago. Uh, so again, it's really important that your proactive or your financial advisor is to stay on top of these sorts of things. I mean, clearly we're seeing higher inflation and we have been for the past six months. So again, uh, as I say, the world changes, you got to change with it. Right. That's the way it goes, too. Um, so what about earnings season? That kicks off too soon, doesn't it? It does. It does with U.S. financials. And so, you know, it'll be interesting to see how uh, fourth quarter ends up here for many companies, um, you know, and, and it depends on what sectors you're looking at, too, right? And what we saw from last uh, the last earnings quarter it wasn't uh, strong across the board. Uh, there were some misses as well. So, you, again, you just have to be careful of what sectors you're in, in at this time. Um, and again, just looking at the year ahead, I mean, we still think we're going to see uh, strong corporate earnings growth. But remember, last year we saw such a strong rebound in earnings, over 40% from 2020. Uh, that That's not sustainable, right? We're, we're likely going to get back to more normal levels, around 10% earnings growth. But that's still very strong. Uh, we're going to continue to see the globe recover. Again, once we get through this uh, Omicron variant, it'll be interesting to see if, you know, this does go from a pandemic to an endemic. I mean, that's that would be huge for the world, huge for the markets. Uh, and then continued stimulus as well out of the U.S. is what we're looking for going uh, going forward. And again, strong years in the market, like we saw last year with gains over 20%. Um, historically, markets are positive uh, for the following year, but kind of at more normalized levels. So again, it should be interesting to see where things go. And some of those sectors that we think that could do well going forward, again, are industrials, materials, even energy. These are economically sensitive sectors. Uh, and you might see a rebound in travel and so on pick up. There might be a good trade uh, somewhere in the year this year uh, when flights are able to fly as, as much as they were and people are not off sick and so on. So again, you know, markets, uh, you know, they fluctuate um, and they ebb and flow. And, and again, you got to pick your pick your times. And again, it's uh, we, 
we rather be in equities during inflationary times uh, than be sitting in bonds and GICs for sure. Right. Okay. So let's talk about some of these things that we keep hearing about and how they can impact the markets. For instance, uh, we, we hear about inflation and all the concerns there, but what kind of impact does that have on the market? Yeah, I mean, inflation uh, will kind of be a deciding factor for the Fed uh, or central banks around the world, whether they're going to be increasing interest rates, how much and how fast, right? And, and so that's something the market will have its eye on. And again, uh, three rate hikes are already priced in this year, but I think that we're going to see softer growth just because of the Omicron variant. And, you know, we're seeing total lockdowns in, in some places when you think about Quebec um, and in the States as well. I mean, you know, so so they may not increase rates uh, three times this year. That's kind of my thought. Uh, but again, we'll have to see. Um, another risk is supply chain issues. But again, we've seen that well, briefly we saw it improve and then we saw Omicron. And then, of course, there's not a lot of people um working and we've got the workforce kind of a lot less than what it was a few weeks ago. Uh, and then, of course, interest rates, as I said, COVID is a risk out there. Uh, China's uh, slowing economy uh, and the real estate market, I think, is somewhat of a risk. But again, there's always risk out there, right? In, in having a financial advisor, they should be assessing that risk and deciding where you should be invested at this time, right? Again, you know, try not to look at the markets week by week, but look at it, you know, quarter by quarter, uh, year over year, and, and, and always assess your financial goals through your financial plan and see where, you know, what kind of return do you need? Don't worry about what the market's doing. Um, and, uh, and again, just keep a close eye on, on uh, the news out there and what's changing and, and make sure that uh, you're changing your portfolio accordingly. All right. Well, let's talk about real estate too, because that has a huge impact. We were just talking about housing affordability, uh, but we had, even during the pandemic, BC real estate, Canadian real estate did really well. It really did. I mean, there was a slight pause there, of course, when, um, you know, March 2020 for a few months, but then things really started to pick up as, you know, people wanted more space. They didn't want to live downtown. They wanted to, you know, buy um, vacation properties because they couldn't go anywhere. So there's obvious reasons of why the real estate market moved higher. But we saw a 32.8% increase in the number of sales uh, in 2021. Uh, we saw the median price increase of 18.7%. So um, the year before, we saw the median price at around 780000 in BC, and that shot up to 927000 um, you know, and, and to start 2022, we've got the lowest level of listings on record. So it doesn't seem like, uh, you know, prices are going to come down anytime soon. But what we will say, you know, if rates do go up, um, which, you know, that's that's the talk around town, rates are going up, uh, the mortgage rates w would go up and real estate uh, would slow somewhat. Again, the other kind of thought out there amongst professionals is just, you know, that uh, they're going to increase tax somewhere somehow uh, to pay for a lot of the stimulus that's been done over the past two years, but we just don't know where. You know, there's talk about increasing the capital gains inclusion rate from 50% or higher. Um, you know, there's possible tax on buying and selling real estate within a short period of time, increasing that tax. Well, we saw increased property tax. Uh, so there's a lot of things out there that could affect the real estate market. So again, you just want to, you know, sit tight and maybe wait for some of that news. And again, you know, very little um, to choose from out there with the low level of listing. So again, you know, pick your times as well in terms of real estate, in my opinion. Okay, because that's the thing. I think people are waiting, though, but supply has been so tight. 
supply is so tight. I mean, when you take a look at some of the uh, the amount of listings in some areas, you know, if you go to the Okanagan and uh, and look at those assessments too. I mean, they've gone. I mean, everyone's assessment has gone up, but uh, the amount of uh, the increase is just uh, uh, extraordinary. And so again, you know, when you start seeing more inventory, there will be a time, and and when rates really start going up. I mean, they're talking about three times this year. Uh, and even more next year, right? And you start seeing that and, you know, mortgages are instead of 2.8% or 4.5% or whatever it could be, uh, you know, that's really going to have a huge impact on on real estate. So so that time would come um, if the economy continues to recover uh, as we get out of this pandemic. So again, that that's what you need to watch out for over the next, not just few months, but the next year to two years in terms of real estate here in Vancouver uh, and and the rest of Canada. All right. A lot to watch out for. Lori, thank you. Thanks so much, Simi. Have a great week. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski, Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. And remember, you can always contact her team directly. Their number is 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.